Coming up next on the Equinox Business Solutions Podcast, you'll hear from Colton Lawrence, the president and CEO of Equinox Business Solutions. In this episode of the podcast, Colton will be discussing some of the key considerations for owner-operators when it comes to setting up and operating your trucking business. Here's a preview. The first thing that people need to understand with LLCs is that they are directed at the state level. So all 50 states have their own individual laws that mandate how LLCs operate. And it is important to understand that the IRS for federal tax purposes does not recognize the LLC. So when an individual sets up an LLC, they also need to make an election as to how they are taxed. That can be as a partnership, an S corporation, it can be as a sole proprietor. And once they've made that determination, that is a decision that they will live with for the duration of that business entity. When it comes right down to it, we want owner operators and independent contractors to set themselves up for success. And many of these decisions surrounding a business entity are gonna play a big role in that. Welcome back to the Equinox Business Solutions Podcast. Thanks for connecting with us again here on the Podwheels Network. As we've shared with our listeners in previous episodes of this series, Equinox Business Solutions is focused on exploring the business, accounting, and tax topics that matter most to truckers, particularly the men and women who move the nation's economy as owner-operators, independent contractors, and professional drivers. This podcast is also dedicated to the business needs of the fleet owners and small trucking businesses throughout the country. The Podwheels Network is proud to have the opportunity to partner with Equinox Business Solutions in the development of this podcast series. During his many years of service in working with owner-operators and independent contractors, Equinox Business Solutions has become a trusted resource and a leader in the trucking industry for providing tax, accounting, and business advisory services for professional drivers. As we mentioned at the top of the podcast, Equinox Business Solutions President and CEO Colton Lawrence will be our featured guest. And during this episode of the Equinox Business Solutions Podcast, Colton will be looking at the different types of business entities that are available to owner-operators as you work to set up your business operation. Colton will be joined on the podcast by Greg Thompson, the executive producer of the Podwheels Network. Greg and Colton will be providing an overview of the business entities that are most often used by owner-operators. As you listen to this discussion, please keep in mind that what is being shared through the podcast is general information regarding business entities. The content of this podcast episode is in no way, shape, or form to be considered as legal advice. When it comes to the process of choosing a business entity, owner-operators should utilize the services of qualified business advisors and engage legal counsel. Now, before we join the discussion with Colton and Greg, we have one other point to keep in mind. As always, Equinox Business Solutions and the Podwheels Network reminds our listeners to please keep in mind that every tax and business situation is unique. In addition, the perspectives shared on this podcast should not be considered as tax advice. If you have questions regarding your specific tax situation, you should consult a qualified tax professional. During the podcast, we'll be sharing information on how you can connect with Equinox Business Solutions. Now let's join the conversation with Colton Lawrence and Greg Thompson. Colton connected to the Podwheels Network Studios through Zoom Audio. Hello again, everybody. Greg Thompson from the Podwheels Network back with you on the Equinox Business Solutions Podcast and joined once again by Equinox President and CEO, Colton Lawrence. And as you guys heard at the top, we're going to be talking about business entities. In one of our previous episodes, we talked about tips for owner-operators and how they can get into this business 
But choosing a business entity, it seems like it would be an easy thing, but there are benefits and consequences to every choice that you make. There are definitely a lot of things to consider when choosing a business entity. And we're going to talk about some of the most common business entities that are out there, as well as the most common that we see truck drivers select. And we're going to talk about both the tax consequences as well as the legal consequences of those decisions and how that can set their businesses up for success. Well, let's jump right into it. And probably the best place to start is just talk about the different types of business entities. So today we're going to talk about the four most common types of business entities, starting with sole proprietorship, partnerships, limited liability companies or LLCs, and corporations, which are also called C-Corps. Within each of those, you do have subsections of the different entities, but today we're going to stick with those at a high level. So Colton, you've run through the list of the different types of business entities, but I know in talking with you, there is one business entity that is a bit more popular with owner-operators than the others on the list. Can you talk to us about that? So Greg, the most common business entity that we see owner-operators and independent contractors set up is the limited liability company. And in addition to the LLC, we also see people run as sole proprietorships. And we're going to talk about the differences, the pros and the cons of doing each. And we'll also talk about the partnerships and corporations. But in answer to your question, those are the two most common. Well, Colton, for our owner-operators who are looking at their different options under business entities, and we know that LLCs are the most popular, talk to us a little bit about some of the considerations that owner-operators need to look at when choosing an LLC. Let's start at the top by looking at a tax perspective on this. Greg, the first thing that people need to understand with LLCs is that they are directed at the state level. So all 50 states have their own individual laws that mandate how LLCs operate. And it is important to understand that the IRS for federal tax purposes does not recognize the LLC. So when an individual sets up an LLC, they also need to make an election as to how they are taxed. That can be as a partnership, an S corporation, it can be as a sole proprietor. And once they've made that determination, that is a decision that they will live with for the duration of that business entity. So Colton, as you're laying this out, let's say I'm an owner operator, I've chosen to go down the road of an LLC. What else do I need to look at? Because if I'm running my business by myself, is there a consideration for that? If I have a partner in LLC, can you talk to us a little bit about that? So LLCs can be set up a single member or multi-member, and you can have a large number of members within that LLC. It's also important to understand what a member means. For LLCs, you don't have shareholders like you do with other types of business entities. You designate yourself a member, and then you can also have managers that run or operate within the LLC that are non-owners of that business entity. And these are all things that need to be determined and identified as you set up this LLC. They will be questions that are asked by the states as you walk through their process of setting up the LLC. Those are also considerations that will go into determining how you will elect to file your taxes with the IRS. Now, Colton, one of the things that I know about an LLC is that states ask you to renew and each state is a little bit different or unique. 
During that renewal time, that's when you're able to update the status of your LLC in terms of your members, your managers. Can you talk to us about that a little bit? From the date that you establish your LLC with the state, generally speaking, you're going to have one year until you need to refile or renew that LLC. Sometimes that comes in the form of an annual report. Sometimes it comes in the form of an actual tax filing. And other times it's just a process of paying a fee and renewing for the upcoming year. Each state is different. We can work with any state in the country and help the owner operators and independent contractors understand what their responsibilities are in terms of refiling or renewing their LLC on an annual basis. One of the things about an LLC that I value is the simplicity of it. As you just mentioned, there is an annual filing. It's not real complex. And with Equinox at your side, you can help folks walk through that. But just the simplicity of it, it gives you a workable business entity, and it's not something you have to really sweat over. Now, as we get to a question here, I wanted to get your perspective on an LLC, and I also wanted to get your perspective on the advantages that you see with an LLC. There are a number of advantages in terms of forming an LLC, and frankly, most of those advantages are legal in nature. That includes limited liability. So what does that mean? Essentially, with a limited liability company, you're able to separate your business assets from your personal assets. And why is that important? Let's say they are driving down the road and they end up in a horrible accident. That accident will be covered by insurance, but given these enormous settlements that we've seen in recent times, you may not have insurance sufficient enough to fully cover any type of settlement. With the limited liability that a LLC gives you, you can separate your business assets from your personal assets, and they would not be able to come after your home or your own personal cash and other assets that you might have, such as vehicles. That is a really big advantage with the LLC. In addition to that, you have continuous existence. And what that means is that you're able to plan from an estate perspective, the transfer of your LLC to perhaps future generations of your family. You can also transfer the LLC in the form of a business sell. There's a lot of things that you can do with an LLC that you can't do with a sole proprietorship very easily. You're listening to the Equinox Business Solutions Podcast on the Podwheels Network. In a moment, we'll get back to our discussion with Equinox Business Solutions CEO, Colton Lawrence. Right now, we'd like to take a moment to talk to you about Equinox Business Solutions. Through its many years of service in working with owner-operators and independent contractors, Equinox Business Solutions has become a trusted resource and a leader in the trucking industry for providing tax, accounting, and business advisory for professional drivers. In today's world, it's crucial to have a trusted resource at your side that has the ability to stay on top of the ever-changing conditions within the trucking industry and within our nation's economy. Now, more than ever before, you need a team of tax, accounting, and business advisory professionals who understand the complexities of the trucking industry. The Equinox Business Solutions team is ready to go to work for you. There's a number of ways you can contact the team at Equinox. We invite you to visit the company's website at equinoxbusiness.com. From the homepage, you can fill out the Get Started form, which will send an email to an Equinox representative. If you would rather email Equinox directly, you can reach out to the company through the following address, info at equinoxbusiness.com. That's info at equinoxbusiness.com. You can also call Equinox toll-free at 1-800-533-4230 and hit option 2 for sales. That toll-free number once again is one 800 
533-4230 and choose option two. At Equinox Business Solutions, we understand the importance of being able to go from the white lines of the highway to the bottom line of your business. Now, as we rejoin the Equinox Business Solutions podcast, here's Podwheels Network Executive Producer Greg Thompson and Equinox Business Solutions CEO Colton Lawrence. Hello again, everybody, and thanks for making the Equinox Business Solutions podcast part of your day. I'm Greg Thompson from the Podwheels Network, joined once again by Colton Lawrence, the president and CEO of Equinox Business Solutions. And as you know from part one of this episode, we're talking about business entities, and right now we're finishing up our discussion on LLCs. Now, Colton, one of the things that I'm aware of about an LLC is that it does give you the ability to raise capital. And when we're talking about starting a trucking business, a lot of owner operators just want to run that single truck operation. Others want to expand and become fleet owners. And to do that, you've got to be able to raise capital. Does an LLC give you the opportunity to do that? There are definitely some tax and legal advantages with the LLC as it pertains to raising capital. And we always recommend that as owner operators and independent contractors are looking to expand their business, as they're looking to set up a business entity, as part of their business plan, they look into raising capital for the purchase of trucks or trailers or additional assets that they may need for their business. The LLC provides a good structure to allow for that and creates some advantages from a tax perspective regarding that capital that has been raised. Of course, anytime we're talking about any of these entities, there's always pluses and minuses. We've spent the last few minutes talking about the pluses of an LLC. Can you talk to us a little bit about what could be some of the minuses, some of the drawbacks, some of the limitations of the LLC? Primary disadvantage I see with an LLC centers around what's known as self-employment tax. Outside of an election for your LLC to file as an S corporation, which we'll talk about shortly, your LLC will be subject to self-employment tax. That's essentially the way that you pay as an owner of the business entity into Social Security and Medicare. And so if you are a single member, your taxes will be filed on a Schedule C through your 1040. If you are a multi-member LLC, your taxes will be filed on a 1065, which is a partnership return. But with both of those types of tax filings, you are going to be subject to that self-employment tax. Now, Colton, I've got a little bit of familiarity with LLCs, and what you're talking about here on the self-employment tax is a very important point for several reasons. And one of those that I can think of, if we have a company driver who's coming in to become an owner-operator, and they're not used to paying self-employment tax or paying quarterly taxes, that is a different ball game. And self-employment is part of that quarterly tax payment. That's something that you're going to make four times over a year's period of time. So talk to us a little bit about that self-employment tax and getting used to those payments. Well, for those that have not been owner-operators, independent contractors before and are used to receiving a paycheck as a company driver, they will have seen Social Security and Medicare deducted out of their paycheck through what's called the FICA line item. When you become self-employed, that self-employment tax is the replacement for FICA. In essence, you are paying Social Security and Medicare through the self-employment tax. And in addition, you are covering both the employee and employer. So for owner-operators and independent contractors, they're going to see this self-employment tax line as a separate line item of their tax return. And as you mentioned, it is also going to be a consideration for their estimated quarterly taxes. 
When they work with us, we're going to let them know what they need to pay to cover both income tax and self-employment tax. And again, that line item is going to show up on their tax return, which we will also calculate for them as well. So when we look at the disadvantages of that, I know from talking to you earlier that some of those disadvantages are covered in the advantages of the S-Corp, and we're going to do an entirely separate podcast on S-Corps, but can you talk to us a little bit, just for a moment, on the advantage of the S-Corp versus the LLC? At a high level, the self-employment tax is eliminated through an election to file your taxes as an S-Corporation. There are some additional responsibilities that come with that, and we're going to cover all of that in detail, as you mentioned, in a separate podcast dealing with the S-Corp election. And folks, the S-Corp podcast will be easy to find because it will be under that title. And Colton, we've got a couple of other business entities to cover. So let's talk a little bit about a sole proprietorship. So the sole proprietorship is the most simple and basic business entity. It does not require any state filings. It does not require anything specific that you have to do with the IRS, other than perhaps get a federal employment identification number. Basically, any business earnings that you have as a self-employed individual under a sole proprietorship will be reported on your Schedule C. You can deduct from that your expenses, and you will be subject to self-employment tax. It's the most common business entity simply because it doesn't require anything. The important thing to note is there is no liability protection. If there is some type of event that opens you up to being sued, both your business and personal assets are at risk in that lawsuit. And right away, even though it is the simplest to have, that liability is pretty frightening, particularly in this industry when we know that things can happen and serious things can happen. We live in a very litigious society. And because of that, we definitely recommend that owner operators set up a business entity that does provide that liability protection. They're driving a very expensive piece of equipment. That equipment needs to be protected, but they also have personal assets. And we want to separate all that out in a way that is going to protect them personally, as well as from a business perspective. Colton, as I'm listening to you talk about sole proprietorships, and then I'm thinking about what we shared about limited liability, I'm struck by a couple of things I wanted to ask you. One, does a sole proprietor have to pay quarterly taxes? What does that look like? A sole proprietor does have to pay quarterly taxes. And frankly, any business operation that generates a profit is going to be subject to quarterly taxes. They're going to have to pay those taxes so that they are covering themselves from a total liability perspective. And those payments will be applied against their annual tax liability at the end of the day. Now, the biggest question is I look at, say, a sole proprietorship versus an LLC. We talked about it earlier. The LLC gives you limited liability coverage. And in this industry, as we talked about, eliminating risk is real important. But when we look at a sole proprietorship, yes, it's easy. It's probably the cheapest among the business entities that we are talking about here. But it strikes me in trucking that the sole proprietorship could be risky in that you can pay me now or you can pay me later. And it's the paying later if there's an accident or something that is quite frightening when I think about it. When it comes to an individual getting into business for themselves and becoming an owner-operator independent contractor, this is one of the areas we feel it is advantageous for individuals to invest in themselves, invest in their future by setting up the proper business entity out of the gates and not waiting to do that later, as you just mentioned. Have that protection up front and ready to go. And one of the things that we're doing right here is, again, 
weighing the pluses and the minuses. And as we've talked about, there are some pluses to sole proprietorships, but there are some minuses, some very serious ones that you have to consider. Now, let's move from the sole proprietorship to a partnership. One of the reasons I bring it up is that trucking, because of the nature of it being a small business, can be a small family business. So therefore, you can have partners, and let's say a husband and a wife, two brothers. There are a lot of different combinations for partnerships. So can we talk about partnership as an entity? Absolutely. So when it comes to partnerships, let's start first with husbands and wives. They have the option to establish an LLC as a single member LLC, even though they are technically a partnership. If they want to file as a partnership, they can do that, but that partnership results in having zero liability protection. If it is a type of operation where you have multiple individuals who are coming together in an effort to start a business, the partnership is a good choice in the sense that it allows for that. However, they do not have the liability protection that they would have from an LLC. And speaking of partnerships, obviously what that allows is for multiple individuals to come together in a common purpose in establishing a business operation. One of the big negatives of setting up a partnership is that it also comes with no liability protection. So that is something that they will want to consider. One of the advantages of a partnership is that if you have individuals that want to invest in your business, but as the owner, you do not want them to have a say in how the business is run, that is something that you can accomplish with a partnership. There are some states that are offering what's called a limited liability, limited partnership in which you can accomplish some liability protection and still have the advantages that come with a partnership. But when it's all said and done, most truckers are avoiding the partnership election and again, are just choosing to go with the LLC. Colton, partnership is one of those things that could be beneficial for a family operation, a husband and wife, a couple brothers. It lends itself to that. Yeah, as a husband and wife operation, if you choose a partnership, it does work good in separating out the assets of the business between the individuals. There is some good estate planning that can come with that. However, as a husband wife, you can also choose a single member LLC and accomplish much of the same thing and avoid some of the additional complications that come with needing to file a partnership return. So if you are a husband wife, we recommend that you talk to us about what the advantages and disadvantages are of choosing a partnership over an LLC. And if you are in a situation where you want to bring in multiple non-family business partners, again, we would want to talk to you about how to best set that entity up. Well, Colton, I want to thank you for taking the time to walk us through at a high level some of the ins and outs of all the different business entities that are available and how they apply to a trucking business. I know that you and your team at Equinox, this is what you guys do on a daily basis, walking with your clients through the best choice of entity that they could operate. That's right. And so as individuals are looking to start their business, we recommend they contact us, ask us in more detail about what situation is gonna best set them up for success. We can talk to them in more detail about the pros and cons of these different entities. When it comes right down to it, we want owner operators and independent contractors to set themselves up for success. And many of these decisions surrounding a business entity are gonna play a big role in that. That's Colton Lawrence, the president and CEO of Equinox Business Solutions. 
Everyone at the Pod Wheels Network would like to thank you for listening to the Equinox Business Solutions Podcast. As we noted in the opening of the podcast, please keep in mind that every tax situation is unique, and the perspective shared on this podcast should not be considered as tax advice. If you have questions regarding your specific tax situation, you should consult a qualified tax professional. In addition, please remember that what was shared through this podcast should only be considered as general information regarding business entities. This content should not be considered as legal advice. When it comes to the process of choosing a business entity, owner-operator should utilize the services of a qualified business advisor and engage legal counsel. Now, before we close out the podcast, we'd like to talk to you about Equinox Business Solutions. Do you have a team of tax, accounting, and business advisory professionals who understand the complexities of the trucking industry? There are a number of ways you can contact the team at Equinox. Visit the company's website at equinoxbusiness.com. From the homepage, you can fill out the Get Started form, which will send an email to an Equinox representative. If you would rather email Equinox directly, you can reach out to the company through the following address, info at equinoxbusiness.com. That's info at equinoxbusiness.com. You can also call Equinox toll-free at 1-800-533-4230 and hit option 2 for sales. The toll-free number, once again, is 1-800-533-4230 and choose option 2. Once again, thanks for connecting with us on the Podwheels Network. You can stay up to date on the latest from the Podwheels Network by downloading the Podwheels app. It's available in the Apple Store and on Google Play. Just search Podwheels in either store and download the app. Be on the lookout for the next edition of the Equinox Business Solutions Podcast right here on the Podwheels Network. As always, Equinox Business Solutions and the Podwheels Network send our best for your safe travels out on our nation's highways. And finally, we'd also like to remind you that in addition to staying safe, you take the necessary steps to also stay healthy as you do the critical work of keeping the American supply chain moving.